Hey y'all, what's up? Welcome back for another episode of Shade with Your Tea. It is you, your girl Zoe. Um, I told y'all I was coming back for a two, a tutor, a two, a tutor, a double. A, we gonna figure out a word that makes sense because you know I like making up words or whatever. But I guess a two. Oh, a two piece. Yes. Wow. Why it took me so long to say that? I don't know. But back for a two-piece i told you i was gonna come back and do um two episodes this week because i lacked last week so i am keeping my word for that so don't play me don't talk about me don't call me an ancient nigga whatever because i know i have those tendencies but it's okay i came back because i care for you because i love you guys and because i like doing what i do so um with further ado today we're gonna talk about self-love um and you know my favorite song right now is don't start now simply just because it's just her just talking about like the bounce back from a bad breakup whatever um and if you guys don't know if you don't know me personally which you should know by now but if you don't um i was in a very 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 long relationship and it ended very very badly um and i'm on the process of finding self-love so i feel like sharing that journey with you guys and helping you properly educate yourself about what self-love is and how to you know acquire it so first and foremost self-love is the regard for one's own well-being and happiness so i want you guys to just you know just think about what that means to you and figure out what makes you happy because if you are not happy wholeheartedly with yourself how are you like trying to you know go for other people and trying to build relationships and that kind of stuff like I don't want you guys to just you know openly just go for other people because you think that it's the right thing to do I want you guys to wholeheartedly be happy within yourself whether you're happy with your um oh sorry your sexuality or happy with you know your weight or how you look or that kind of stuff like all that stuff plays a factor um so this is me telling you guys on how a way or just how I've done it and how to be successful with it. Um, so then you can be successful in all your relationships. I know I sound a little crazy right now. Um, I'm a little winded. I'm not going to front. It may be the asthma kicking in or something. Um, I sound a little excited. Maybe because like I'm just generally excited the fact that I'm doing another episode. I've been doing a lot of fucking work. I know I just like sidetracked me telling myself love to talk about myself, but you know, in a way that's what I'll be doing. But um I have been doing a lot of projects with other people. So um it's nice to finally get back to home base and like have this connection with you guys again and not just like you know, forget about you guys. Like this is Shady Bunch. Yeah, my niggas, feel me? So I have to always come back to you. So it's always nice to like dabble into other people's worlds and other people's like niches as far as like what they talk about on their own shows. But it's just so, so rewarding to come back to my own show and still be able to have you guys and have these conversations because it's good. So um, shout out to psychologytoday.com. Um, I was doing a little research for you guys um, because, you know, I like to do a little fact check sometimes just to talk about like certain things and I don't want to like give you the wrong information the last thing I want to do is steer you guys in the wrong way because like I know what it's like to go put yourself into different things and be given the wrong information and just fuck up that way so um I did a little research on how to just acquire your own type of self-love and the first um thing they said is just be mindful um because people 
who have self-love tend to know what they think, feel, and what they want. Um, so they're just mindful of who they are and act on this knowledge rather than what others want for them, which is true. I feel like once you open that door and figure out, and not, not just open that door, but once you just figure out what you want, who you want, what you want to achieve and all that kind of stuff, you're putting yourself in the right space and right path to build that self-love for yourself. You know what I mean? Like, I, it took me a very long time to acquire self-love because I've always put myself on the back burner and I always wanted people to be happy with my decisions and I ended up making decisions for everybody else. Like, I ended up doing, like, oh, my mom wants me to do this or someone wants me to do this instead of what do I want to do. Um, And I didn't know that that was a bad, bad and toxic habit of mine until, um, and I don't want to like keep talking about it, but in all reality, in my past relationship, I did a lot of things that I wasn't wholeheartedly comfortable with, or I just wasn't open, not open. Okay. Maybe not the right word. Um, I did a lot of things without like almost like giving consent for myself to do in a way like I kind of always just put my feelings and how I felt about things and how I would normally react to things or how I was being treated I put myself on the back burner a lot due to that relationship because I put that other person first which was a shitty thing to do because you can't continue doing that um and think you're gonna have a successful relationship regardless because in a way you kind of lose yourself in that person so I feel like being mindful to who you are is a and very important things. So then you don't lose a piece of yourself or just lose who you are in someone else. Um, the second thing is, is act on what you need rather than act on what you want. So um, you kind of like you love yourself when you turn away from something that feels good and exciting to when you need something to stay strong and centered and moving forward in your life. So it's more like, you know, I guess like, uh, hmm. Acting on what you need rather than what you want. I guess it would be more like a, I need to do this, this, and this, but I want to do this. Or like, um, when you give yourself a goal, in a way. Like, um, a couple months ago, like, and this, you know, this could be just be minor stuff. And it could literally, could just be minor stuff. But I sat down and told myself, um, I am no longer going to turn to people that treat me like the second option to them to to their like to anything um which meant me cutting off a lot of negative people within my life that I've held on to because I wanted to because I was scared um when I know I needed to let them go you know what I mean like it's something I needed to do that I held on for so long because I wanted to I just didn't want to lose that friendship and stuff like that when you start doing things like that you start taking the turn better for yourself um because in a way it's showing that you're putting yourself first um because you're staying focused on what you need and turn away from the automatic behavior and patterns that get you in trouble or get you stuck in the past and lessen your self-love so um whether it's a focusing on a diet whether it's uh um removing yourself from toxic people whether it's you know finally cracking down and getting that goal you know being one track minded on a goal and being successful at it and like knocking off everyone else that's not you know what I mean like it's anything could be a factor in the stuff that you may want to do but opposed to the stuff that you need so I feel like 
when you have those conversations with yourself, you need to have those things where like, is it a need or is it a want? And I know this is like real grade school kind of stuff, but it's, it's stuff to help you better yourself so you can figure out who you are. Um, also practicing self-care. Um, you love yourself more when you take care, um, and you, okay, you love yourself more when you take better care there, better care, um, of like your basic needs. Um, people in high self-love nourish themselves daily, whether it's healthy activities or nutrition or exercise or sleep or intimacy and that kind of stuff. Like you love yourself more when you put more positive than negatives into your lifestyle. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, like I, I'd like to say, like I've never understood how important sleep and a healthy diet is because, you know, I'm in my early 20s. <laughs> so I'm still just getting off of the high of just junk food and stuff like that, especially since I'm fresh out of college. Everything was junk food and parties and alcohol and this kind of stuff when you put that kind of toxic stuff in your body you you feel sluggish and you feel this so after I left school um you feel better like you start to get a normal adult life quote-unquote and you start to put more healthy things into your body and then you know not not for nothing like I feel like this quarantine has been a little bit better for me I'm not saying that it's, like, helped my sleep pattern because I don't know anything that's fucked up my sleep pattern more than quarantine. I don't know if maybe sex, but probably quarantine more. <laughs> but, um, your sleep pattern and the way you eat is so important to how you carry yourself as far as, like, your body-wise and stuff like that. Like, if you know that, um, you don't function well with this, you know, three, four hours of sleep and stuff like that. You just shouldn't be staying up all night doing nonsense and all that kind of stuff. Like, still take proper care of yourself. Um, because like I said, it is, it is a form of self-love. Second, um, secondly, another one is setting boundaries. Um, you love yourself more when you set limits and say no to work, to love, or to activities that deplete or harm you physically, emotionally, spiritually, and express poorly for who you are. That one is so, oh my God, that is so important. Learn how to say no. I understand. I know as a lot of people, including myself, that used to be or that still is people pleasers. It is so important to know how to say no and be confident and hold firm to that. Because I've been that person that time after time after time would second guess my decisions on whether I wanted to do certain things or whether I wanted to act on certain things knowing that I wasn't wholeheartedly comfortable with it but because I knew it was going to make that person happy and it would keep them off on my back I still did it and it makes you feel less than giving into something that you're not wholeheartedly 100% comfortable doing or supportive of and that's you putting someone else before yourself and that's probably the biggest thing that you should never do so setting boundaries whether it's taking some time off of work if you set yourself that yo I'm gonna you know you sign up for this nine to five job or whatever and they need you to say extra hours or whatever the case may be if you can fit it in every now and then that's one thing if you do it all the time what the fuck is like where's your where's your self time like and self time is so important I say it like that because it's just like what what about me what about me like you have to be about a me, 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 me type of person nowadays. Like, especially with all this damn time that we have, you it's okay to be about you. It's okay to take that time to be like, I need to be just wholeheartedly and completely 
about myself and that's that don't feel like because you're putting yourself first you're a bad person Yeah, I did that pause so you can really feel what I had to say. But it's okay. I'm going to say it one more time. Do not feel bad for putting yourself first. That's that. Anyways, um, protect yourself. Bring the right people into your life. Um, and I said this before, like just letting go of people. If you feel like people are not there for the benefit of you, then you have to let them go. Um, something my mom used to say um, for a very long time that it took me a very long time to understand. Um, and I probably said this in a couple of my um, past episodes when I had a co-host or whatever is reasons, seasons, lifetimes. People are not, there are some people that are just not meant to be in your life for, forever. Like there's some people that you can have years and years and years of friendship with. But that, that doesn't mean that those years and years and years of friendship was beneficial to you and your character and how you feel and that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like you can be holding on to something just based off of comfortability and comfortability. When you're comfortable and you're content, you allow things to happen because you you're scared of change or you're scared to let things go or stuff like that, or you're just being lazy about it. I want you to get out of that habit. I want you to know that reason seasons, lifetimes is a real thing. Some people are there for a reason to teach you something they're meant and they're placed in your life to be a bad person to make you feel this type of way or whatever so you can learn that lesson and move on season some people are there for years they're good company and then you move on it is okay to grow out of friendships it is okay to remove yourself from people it is it doesn't have to be beat i think i said this on a tweet a couple days ago it's like outgrown friendships is not beef you don't have to have an issue with someone to outgrow them it's okay like the people that you're friends with in high school if your path is not the same stop stretching yourself to go out your way to make sure you guys are still in that same path like you don't have to be friends still you can have comp like you can be cordial you could be acquaintances Shit, you can even be fucking co-workers if you're at that point. But you do not have to be friends. You do not have to back, bend back over or whatever just to get approval from them, just to hang out with them, just to say you have friends. Um, and I, the, means I, the reason I say this is because that lesson alone has taken me years. And it's still taking me years to properly fully understand. Um, I used to hold on to people. Um, simply because like, you know, me living in the city, um, we moved around a lot throughout the Bronx. So saying that I've had childhood friends, eh, it's a little like stretch to say like some people, like if I've known them for the max more than like five or six years, it's because I was in a program or something that I've known them from. Like, so the couple of childhood friends that I do have, it's probably from like when I was in like dance or like when I was in sports, that kind of stuff. So those friends, we're still cool. We're not on top of each other. You know what I mean? Like, but there are people that have grown up with people since forever. And then they hit a point, maybe college or whatever, and they move on and they feel guilty. Like they feel bad and they try to rekindle, they try to force it. But it's like, you know what I mean? It's okay. It doesn't mean you guys ended up on a bad thing. It doesn't mean that you guys have to talk shit about each other. Like, it's okay to just move on and be healthy that way. Um, 
But me, I used to feel like because I didn't have that, um, you know, since childhood, since birth friendship, that I would try to overcompensate and try to hold on to people longer than I should have. There's a lot of people that I I probably am still friends with or have been friends with for a very long time that I should have let go a long time ago. Simply because, and this is something, and I'm not saying this because I've gotten over this or I'm still like because I'm trying to make you, you know, get rid of your friends. Absolutely not. But this is something that I'm still struggling with. So I want you guys to be on the same path as me. Or I want you to know that you're not alone in the journey. Like I'm still in the path of self-love. So um, as I was saying prior to, there's a lot of people that like I've slowly for surely just like starting to clip off. Um, and it feels like a weight off your shoulders because then you feel like, oh my gosh, I don't have to like keep up to this person's standards anymore. I don't have to do this. I don't have to allow this person to keep hurting me because I'm scared of letting them go. You know what I mean? Like there's some people that are not meant to be in your life forever. There are some people that are, and you never know when you're going to meet them. It doesn't mean just because everyone's found their friend since fifth grade and they're still best friends and they're thirties now doesn't mean that that's the rule book for how you're going to find your friends and you've missed your chance. I know people that didn't meet their fucking best friends until they were like 30. Think about that. 30 years of going through friends or holding on to toxic people or holding on to people you thought was supposed to be forever when people or people or signs is telling you and showing you to let them go and you're holding on to that just off the fact that everyone else has a best friend and you don't come on that was me i'm 26 and i'm still trying like like i said i'm still going through this process of letting people go because in my mind it's just like damn i know i'm an asshole i know i say some shit so you know that makes people uncomfortable or I'm just really really honest and it comes off a certain way or whatever but in my mind like I treat people how I want to be treated I want someone to be as brutally honest with me as possible because I don't want to be outside looking like a fucking idiot when I have a friend who could be putting me on to shit you know what I mean like and I'm not saying that like I, I come off as a bitch because I want my friends to be a bitch to me that's not it I don't come off like a bitch to everyone I'm not wholeheartedly I'm probably the most silent person when you first meet me in the first place like when people first meet me I might have a resting bitch face I might or honestly I just might be just observing the scene and I'm very good for that because I'm very protective of my energy and um I'd like to think I'm a dope ass person I'd like to think that I give off good vibes to everyone when I'm in the right element when I feel comfortable enough to do so so I don't open that up to everybody because your energy is so important so when you first come around me I might be a little standoffish because I'm observing the scene I'm seeing how you approach things I'm seeing how you react to things I'm seeing how like I'm seeing the facial expressions and all that kind of stuff I'm not sitting here trying to read you because everyone can't be read but at the same time I'm trying to learn who you are before I wholeheartedly open up um so when people first meet me there's a common a very common phrase is I thought you were a bitch I thought you were mean. You came off that way. I didn't come off that way. I was just standoffish because those people that open up to everyone 
and want to be overly friendly with everyone, those people are the messy people. Those people are the people that want to be everyone's friend and want to play both sides and want to get this side, but get this and this, this. Like, people want to do that kind of shit, but it's bad. And it's a negative thing. And it's it's so toxic because, like, you don't even see how that makes other people feel. But we're not even going to get into that conversation because that's a whole other conversation in itself. But... Like I said, protect yourself, protect your energy, protect your vibe, because that shit's important. Because you expose that shit to everybody, everyone's going to think they have access to you, and that's not it. Do not let anyone feel or get so comfortable to ever think that they're so, they're, they're, they're just that comfortable to be act, to have access to you. Don't ever let anyone feel that way, ever. Like, that's like the biggest, that should be the first one on the list, honestly, is protect yourself and your energy and your vibe. Because I don't want anyone to ever feel like they're open enough to allow someone to come in and out their life, treat them any old kind of way because they're comfortable or because they allowed them access, period. Next is forgive yourself. Um, Sometimes you are your worst enemy and sometimes you may do things or you act on certain things, maybe because you're doing it for somebody else to make someone else happy, or just how you approach certain things and you feel like maybe I should be, you know, dealing with this a different way kind of thing. Sometimes you fuck up because we're humans and that's what we do. Um, but I want you guys to know that forgiving yourself is such a liberating feeling. Um, and um, I'm going to give you something personal, as I always do. Um I used to allow people to create a crazy image about me and um, I used to let, oh my gosh, how do I like say this? I just want you guys to know, opening up is really hard for me, but um, I used to let people damage my reputation and talk about me and create this image of me just out of the fact of not wanting to defend myself and really give both sides of the story you know what I mean um and the situation I'm talking about is just in general when who the person that I was with was really the per like really I'm not gonna say they were the villain in the situation but in a way more so than I was um but just out of the the pedestal that I put that person at and the reputation that person had prior to, I saw the person's true colors and how they came off to be and how they acted and how they treated people. But because I didn't want people to see that side, I allowed myself to be um, villainized. I took on that person's characteristics and allow people to make me out to be a type of person that I really was not just out of the fact that um I didn't want to damage that person and let allow people to see who they really are and protected them and it took me a very long time to forgive myself for allowing me to put that person before myself um to this day I still think about it and I still get upset with myself and it's okay to get upset with yourself um but I definitely was disappointed in myself for allowing someone to create this persona of me that I wasn't like I just I I was being talked about I was like 
<laughs> I was being called different names, and it bothered me so much. But I just never wanted that person to feel how I felt. So I allowed that person to talk about me in any kind of way and allow that person to allow their friends to allow this person to allow this person. So it became a bigger issue, whereas it was Zoe this and Zoe always did that. And I allowed it because I did not want that person true colors to be shown to everyone so in in a way I kind of loved that person more than I loved myself and that was a scary part and that's a very scary thing when you allow someone to get so much power over you that you lose yourself um coming back from that is such a a scary it's almost like rehab when you get out of that kind of moment and I'm not saying I know what rehab feels like and I don't ever want to say that I know what rehab feels like um because I understand that's a that's a scary thing and a very serious thing to go through. And it's also um, a very serious issue. So I don't want to, like, dilute someone's experience, especially if they went through it or whatever. But I just feel like being in a toxic situation, coming from a toxic situation, surviving that toxic situation, and trying to rebuild yourself is such a humbling and... Rehab like feeling, if that is acceptable to say, um, because it takes a lot of self reflection and it takes a lot of rebranding, which I kind of did in a way. Like during this whole like rebranding of the episode, I mean of the shows and stuff like that, was rebranding of myself. So um, a lot of forgiveness for myself, a lot of protecting of myself, a lot of just finding who I am and centering myself within that. Um, became a big thing for me so forgiveness is such an important thing and I want you guys to take that shit seriously because it's it's a scary feeling like you ever have a moment where you think about something that disappoints you or think you know of something that you've done and you just like break down about it like I've had plenty of moments not and I'm not crying because I lost that person or because our friendship is thing because like I don't give two shits about that person and not saying that as like a you know, fuck you kind of way. But in a way, it's like, yo, I <laughs> I did some dirt to myself trying to be all about you. So in a way, it's like, it is a fuck you, but it's not a fuck you. Um, but um, it took a lot out of me to see myself for who I was becoming and find who I used to be and realize that the person I used to be would never stand for what I put myself through. So, um forgiveness that stage and that like that step was huge for me but it was eye-opening and it was scary because I just woke up I spent a lot of nights crying thinking about it and angry at myself and um just put myself in a very very bad place um yeah it was a humbling thing like I don't even know how to else like how else to explain it it was a very humbling experience but um Last and last and least, um, then I'm gonna add my like my own things or whatever to it. I'm sure I went on topics or different things or whatever, but I just want you guys to know like the process that I'm going through and the healing that I'm going through on myself is live intentionally. Um, you will accept and love yourself more whatever is happening in your life when you live with the purpose and design. Your purpose doesn't have to be crystal clear to you, but if you have the intention to live a meaningful and healthy life, you will make decisions that will support you in this intention and feel good about yourself when you succeed with this purpose. Um, 
So giving yourself a purpose. Mind you, like I said before, I'm reading this all from um, um, psychologytoday.com, um, which is a great website. But don't be those people that do like that WebMD shit. So <laughs> just just know I dabbled a little bit and I just, I just wanted to give you another person's like feedback off of that. But um, living with a purpose and giving yourself um, design is so important. Giving yourself something to focus on and put your energy in is so, so important. Um, this project, this show, Shade With Your Tea, has become my purpose. My purpose to open that door for um, women, black and brown and white. Like, I don't want to just, you know, exclude them or whatever, but it's more so black and brown um, to be able to talk openly about sexuality and sex positivity and women in this industry in period like black women black and brown women in the media is so rare um so i want to build a platform for them to feel like they have a voice but i also don't want to exclude men in that as well you know what i mean like i want it to just be an open thing that's why like after you know, Shade with the T started to pick up again when I became a solo project. I started focusing on making my own production company, which is black minded, so look out for that. But um I wanted you to see that I am finding my purpose and I'm building it building my life around it and wanting to help and you know, show people how to grow and find their voice for themselves and stuff like that. So like this show is so important to me because sexuality is so important to me. And I'm not saying that because I like sex, because we all know I do. <laughs> and we all know I like fucking, and I like talking about it, and I like sucking dick, blah, blah, blah. But I also want you guys to see the confidence that I have in myself and know that you can have it too, talking about it. Like, I don't, it's it's something that needs to be talked about because it's something that we need to educate other people about. It's something that we need to educate the younger generations about. We need them to be open. And I'm not saying open like you need to be going around and telling everybody your business. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I need you to be wholeheartedly comfortable expressing who you are and coming to terms with who you are. There's way too many people in the world that are ashamed of who they are because they don't get the love and they don't get the support or they don't see people like them getting the love and the support. You know what I mean? Like, and I said this in one of the um, shows that I collabed with, um, shout out to Devin for the Devin Hour, was women, not even just women, I'm sorry, just sexuality in general is not something that's talked about. It's almost taboo. Um, but seeing people in those communities be praised now is a huge thing. But seeing people in those communities that are praised and that are black, it's a rarity. So I want to be a part of that community that's the up and coming. I want to give people a voice. I want to give people that platform. So if I'm at level one by God knows when, I want the younger generation to be at level 25. Because I, I, I walked so they can run kind of thing. Like I, I want to be those people. Um, so that's my purpose. So, like, yeah, we have these conversations where it's, you know, the fun, sexy, kinky conversations or whatever, but it's a very educational way. It's ed- educational. I'm trying to make it as educational and open as possible is what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm stumbling over my words because I'm getting excited about it, but it's the truth. Um, so I want to talk about, you know, 
sex and I want to talk about, you know, consent and all that kind of stuff because it's important because people don't know about it. It's a, it's a thing. And I want people to understand the younger generation. That's why the previous episode I had was with my brother talking about um, the dating aspect, of, you know, stuff like that. How he how he views it and stuff like that. What's it like? How is it different from him kind of thing? Opposed to how it's different from me. And as you can see in just that episode, it is a lot. It's it's different. It's a different approach. Like, and as much as he likes to call me old, he in a way he's right. Like, you know, back in our day, and I hate saying that because old people do that. Because I'm not old, fucker. Um, but, you know, back when I was 18, it was you approaching somebody off rip. Like, I see you at a party. It's what's up. You know, we make eye contact. We have conversation. It's so much different for these generations now because they have it at their fingertips. You don't have conversations or personal conversations anymore because everything's at your fingertips. I can sit on the phone with you all day and then when we're sitting in person, we have nothing to talk about because we've done talked about everything because we're on the fucking phone all day. Like It's so impersonal nowadays and I want people to see it. I want people to see it as a problem. I want people to fucking correct it. But that's a whole nother story as you can see um so i feel like um if you live within those means of self love i feel like you'll find uh, i feel like you'll find your purpose and i feel like you'll solely become that and again i want you guys to be mindful i want you to act on what you need rather than what you want i want you to practice good self care i want you to set boundaries for yourself i want you to set um some protection around yourself and your aura and your spiritualness and whatever I want you to forgive yourself and I want you to live intentionally because that's how you build your self-love for yourself okay can we get some snaps can we get some snaps for that and I feel like this episode was important because I sat down and I don't know if you guys um do and I hope you guys do or you did watch the Jill Scott and Erica Badu um like little challenge listen that set this whole self-love conversation in motion for me because that episode oh my gosh the healing that I experienced watching these two and I don't know if anyone's a big Jill Scott or a big Erica Badu um listener but I am so I sat down and I did some sage and I did some incense and I sat down and just watched and cried and just listened to how beautiful these strong black women are and I want people to see two amazing, extraordinary spirits come together and just heal and not have to be at war. We need to be more like that. We need to be coming together and wanting to heal each other and build each other, not wanting to go head to head and talk shit and all this negative nonsense kind of shit. You know what I mean? Like, it was just so beautiful watching that and that's why I was just like oh this would be a good episode to talk about this would be a good thing to talk about sadly I didn't want to play any of their music during the thing because I didn't want to cry because that's all I did during that thing I sat there and just cried watching them and I like forced my sister to watch it with me and I was making sure she knew the words and stuff which she surprisingly did but um I just want you guys to know um that's why I got the inspiration to have this conversation but and here I am talking all nice and subtle and soft and almost chill skill like because she's just talking so lovely like (laughs) I 
loved the experience and it was just so much fun to watch and so healing and just uh like they took all that negative energy that I had about corona and just pff, evaporated e fucking evaporated also um I just want to throw this in there because we are a sex podcast after all. Um, Having your own little like self-pleasure is a good self-love too. Throw that in there. Hello. Self-care. Tickle your kickle. Okay. But anyways, um, thank you for um, coming and listening to another episode of Shade With Your Tea. You know that I love you guys. You know that I love talking to you guys. And having these heart-to-heart moments, because that's exactly what we just did. Um, I want to shout out a lot of these little um, links that I have been doing, these little link-ups. Shout out to um, the real... Ooh, sorry, I almost fucking fell. The, the real DJ After Dark, his podcast. I got to be um, a guest on his show, and it was really, really super fucking fun. Um, we... He's all the way in fucking Cali, so you know we had to do a little East Coast versus West Coast thing, and we all know that I was better than him, so that's that. Um, <laughs> so stay tuned and look out for my friend. He is going to be a guest on my show very soon, so look out for that, but check him out. Also, check out um, One Take No Chaser. My nigga One Take was cool as fuck. He's from Queens, which is disappointing, but it's okay. Um, but make sure you check him out. We had an episode about relationships versus social media. Um, and we know that everyone's been asking for a part two. So part two is going to be on my podcast, not on his, but on mine. And we're going to go even further into that. They loved the, the back and forth banter that me and him had. It was just a very natural chemistry that we had going on. So we're definitely going to give you another um, episode of that and give you even more further stuff to talk about, um, and to gossip about and maybe beg us for a part three and maybe we'll go something even further but make sure you check him out and also check out my man Devin on the Devin hour we got to talk about sexual positivity and um black minorities and black minorities minorities in the media and how to bring that into something and make that a topic um and I did that last week as well um which was dope as fuck we did that on instagram live so as you see i may not be here but a bitch is working i'm actually doing another um instagram collab today we're gonna be talking about natural hair i don't know why they want me on this thing because you all know that like (laughs) i'll be playing when it comes to my hair but i'm gonna try to find something to talk about a little shopping shopping um and we're gonna go from there i want to shout out all the up-and-coming podcasts that are out there that are building that are showing me support that i'm showing support and well um shout out to all the future collabs that i'm about to have i want you guys to know that a bitch is booked and busy the next two weeks is going to be nothing but episodes if not on my own it's going to be on other people's things so you're going to be saying my name a lot so shout out to all of that shout out to um everyone in the podcast community linking up and just showing each other support and showing each other cross promotion and all that kind of stuff. Like it's a beautiful thing. We're all coming together, supporting each other and getting this shit going. The podcast community is definitely on the up and coming. So stay tuned for us. Stay tuned to um to Black Minded Productions because that's what's popping on my end. Um and um do I have anything else to say? I don't think so. 
Hmm. I don't know. But you know where to find me at Shade With Your T on Instagram. The E is a three. Um, and my personal is Rika Mary Jane. Um, and the rest of my social media handles are on the bio as well as the link to this episode and every other episode that I have we are on all social media platforms um not social media platforms or on all streaming platforms as far as like how you can reach us and listen to our episodes so shout out to all my new followers we have merch coming out soon I know I've been saying this shit for probably a year now um but now I actually get to settle down and do it now I have all this time to start designing that kind of stuff so i do feel like merch is going to be coming out soon so shout out to that um what else what else what else i don't know i just i miss you guys i missed you guys for real so love you guys we're gonna end it out on a good note because you know that's my shit okay whoa If you don't wanna see me dancing with somebody If you wanna believe that anything can stop me Don't show up, don't come out, don't start caring up